today on Geekdemine Powers. So what you're saying, like I'm trying to comprehend this because this is new to me. You are saying that they can't believe that a black person designed that and created it. Exactly. Have yep. someone else. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Okay. Yep. You are listening to Geekdom Empowers, the podcast about people empowered through their geekiness. Welcome back! My name is Guy Hasson and this is Geekdom Empowers. Geekdom Empowers is the podcast that creates a huge, giant, world-sized quilt of the geeks around the world. Each person is a story, and together we are one story, one huge Geekverse quilt. Today's guest is the cosplayer known as Exuberant Cosplay. If you don't know him, check out Exuberant Cosplay on Instagram to see the absolutely amazing pieces of cosplay he does. He creates suits, exoskeletons, body armor, and it's just crazy how good it looks. It looks like the real thing, which the real thing was... <laughs> usually animation uh, but it, it looks freaking amazing so check those out before we start I want to tell you that I had a question for him the same question I had for Coco Sugar Cosplay with, who appeared uh, previously on this podcast uh, the same as I will for any cosplayer and I wanted to ask that question especially when he wears suits where his face and body can't be seen is the cosplay to hide something Or is it to bring something out that can't be seen in normal life? The answer to that was completely unexpected and led to a compelling 10 minutes or so of stories you wouldn't have imagined. And uh, with themes we've seen on this uh, podcast before. So listen to that. It comes in the second half of the podcast. But listen to the rest of the podcast because he is indeed exuberant. What's your origin story? How did you get here? So, um, the first time I ever made uh, cosplay, this is actually like way back, like back in 2017. Um, my thought wasn't really, uh, you know, I wasn't really thinking about cosplay at the fir- at, at first. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends actually mentioned me when I was in college, um, and uh, they said that, uh, you know, have I been to like. A convention before and i told him no i've never been to a convention before uh and they say like well you should definitely go to this uh con that's like specifically for anime so i was like okay but the problem is is that like i wasn't really into anime that much so i'm more of like a iconic anime that's into like dragon ball z and all that <laughs> so i even got the shirt on <laughs> but um yeah so like the origin behind that is uh when i started looking up music videos for uh conventions and everything and um nine times i was saying it was just like nothing but anime uh related type of cosplays and um the more i watched it the more depth it it got into the cosplay world and i've noticed that it wasn't just anime it was more than just that it was there were um, a lot of armor cosplayers uh there was a lot of like really like giant cosplayers as well and giant uh, cosplayers giant yeah what's like that really mean? really big cosplayers 
So it's like something that's much bigger than. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like giant caspers, for example, is um, uh, Thanos from uh, Marvel. Um, he's a really big guy. I think he's like ten feet. And they actually remade him. Uh, another one is like the Hulkbuster. The Hulkbuster is a giant cosplay. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, I, I've noticed that, like, you know, while looking at the music video, there's actually like one of my favorite um, games that I really like, which is Halo. And I see a lot of like Halo cosplayers there. And that's pretty much what got me interested into uh, making costumes. And, um, Pretty much my origin story was really just to <laughs> figure out my budget and um, try to uh, come up with a costume that I really want to make. It sounds, it's for me, you know, we skipped a couple of stages. So why would your friend suggest you go to, uh, to a convention? Like you're probably already a fan, right? A fan of, of uh, various things. Yeah, so... Um, I think the reason why he suggests me to go to conventions is mainly because of like, I guess he just wants me to like get into um, what it feels like of like being in like the convention center or like um, meeting other cosplayers. Cause at first, you know, again, I, I wasn't really into anime like that. Um, but now it's just kind of like um, first time going to a convention, it, it really, it really grew into me and I fell in love with it and I understand the whole premise behind that. And that's pretty much how it just got me into like making costumes and everything. And were you into making clothes, costumes beforehand? Like- no, no. Um, no? It, so uh, going behind that, making costumes actually wasn't really my thought. I, my original thought was to be a graphic designer. Okay. So uh, I would be making like logos and everything. Um, costume wasn't really my thought <laughs> and um, like I said it's just like it, it, it just like it just came in like that's what happened like somehow I got this sort of special skill and <laughs> I kind of like know what to do with it I was like but, okay yeah. this is the materials I've used so yeah but how did that it sounds like a bolt of lightning hit you like uh, you know, you started doing two things that you didn't do before. Which is one, mm-hmm. making the costumes, and the second thing is really being into uh, this world, this uh, anime world. And uh, like, where was that? I, I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to find out like who you are. Like, uh, how did that happen? How did that like? It must have been there before, or did it strike something deep within you? Like, how did that happen suddenly? It's yeah, a big change. It, again, like, yeah, it was. Um, I think try to. I, I, I'm trying to like see what you're getting at too. Um, and it, it is, it is quite confusing. Um, like the the convention really was the first thing that got me into it, and um my friend did mention me about that and uh the whole like anime type of world um is the reason why i was like okay uh, maybe this convention is just only for people that are into anime and you know coming from me i'm not into anime that that much which the reason why i didn't want to go to conventions 
Um, but from that is when I started looking up cosplay music videos or uh, uh, convention music videos, somewhere around that. And it was more than just that. It was more than, um, you know, going to the conventions. There are actually people like having a lot of fun, you know, role playing with their costumes and everything. And uh, it's kind of like that, that feeling like, hey, I want to, I actually want to try this, you know, for like the first time. And, you know, something I've never done before is, um, you know, see how other people make their own armor or make their own costumes and everything. Because it seems like it's a lot of work to do. <laughs> so some of them actually, they bought online, but there are actual people that, you know, make stuff for their own as well. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try this out. And um, I was looking up tutorials and, uh, you know, seeing some budgets and everything. And it is very expensive. Uh, and I, I tried to manage all of that <laughs> and, uh, you know, do it one step at a time. How do you manage it? How do I manage it? So um, every month it's kind of like I put $100 on the materials I'll get, the, you know, what type of costume I'll try to make mm. and uh, see where I can go from there. And most of my costumes that I usually make can take like about six months. So we'll say it we'll say it's about six hundred dollars around there <laughs> um yeah. but something like that um it's um it, it takes a minute to get used to um because it's, it's it's not something that can just like pop in right off the bat like it does take um some time to understand the material use and like how to manage those materials and everything mm -hmm. um what type of resources you have and um yeah uh, that's you know pretty much how i understand like how to make you know one of those type of costumes when i first started this i, I wasn't my thought wasn't really making costumes sure. it was actually just being a graphic designer like a, or just like a regular like artist to draw and everything um and costume wasn't really in my mind until somebody told me um, about like conventions and everything. I was comparing it to my experience, you know, and, you mm. know, and the first time I went to uh, a convention, uh, I write, and, but uh, it was way, it was one of the first conventions. It was the first one in my country that I knew of. And I sat that well, the people with costumes, not a lot at the time, and I sat down watching, I think it was the last episode of Voyager. And I sat next to a person who said every line a second before it was said on the screen. And I said, I found my people. These are my people. Because I was kind of like that too, for, you know, since I remember, since I was seven or something. Mm. And you told a completely different story. So I want, I wanted to, to know how that change happened. Um, I also, I'm trying, in Gigdom in Powers, I'm trying to like map out like a quilt of all the gigs around the world and all the things. And uh, there are many things I don't know. Like you said, there was like, uh, there's armor cosplay and there's giant cosplay. Mm -hmm. And like the different types of them. And what, like, how is that? Are the different types of people who do that? Like, can you spot a type of person who would do an armor cosplay and 
versus, uh, I don't know, fairies or something. Something that's like more like out of the world, basically something like that. Because like um, that's that's pretty much what the giant cosplay is for. Uh, it's it's technically like an out of its world, um, you know, artist type of way to make those type of things. Because like, because um, like making making either, you know. Uh, there, there, there's different types of categories. There's um, people that are doing fabric or like cloth and everything. Uh, another one is armor. Um, and the third one is like something that's just out of its world. And that can be like literally anything. But a giant cosplay is like one of the, the main parts that are considered out of its world. Um, and uh, the reason why... I think there's the reason why there's a difference between them and try to like compare them uh, to one another is because um, something like that is very intricate. It's very complex and it feels like uh, you, you see one person actually make something like that and it made it seem impossible to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, seeing someone that can actually do that with the type of like artist mentality, it's, um it's crazy i would say that it's uh it's something that not a lot of people have that type of skill and um doing something like that it's really it's really difficult it's very difficult and managing that type of budget <laughs> I, I i mean i i can't even imagine how much it costs to do something that can be extremely big probably bigger than like um like uh, maybe like a house. I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I'm just like, you know, coming with like a lot of ideas that's coming from that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And uh, it's, it's almost, it's impossible to like, you know, compare from uh, other types of cosplays that people do. Well, I have kind of the same experience looking at your cosplay. Mm. I think that in the pictures, that actually looks like armor. And I, I can't imagine how you did that. How did you do that? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, with, it, with a lot of uh, a lot of studying behind that. Um, so the trick for making armor cosplay, um, really is to start off something a little bit more um, basic, uh, which is to understand. Um, what type of foam, uh, which, which again, like the armor I use with the, the cosplay I use is made out of foam, uh, specifically EVA foam. And uh, really, though, it's just to like practice a little bit, like what type of foam do you're using and can it work uh, with the materials you're about to make and everything. And uh, doing all that um, is uh, it can be it can be a little bit tricky but uh, the more you understand about it the better uh you, the better you'll get and you'll get more uh in depth into like making uh those types of uh, foam and everything but to put more into that um it's also um how to like try to put them together as well and um Actually, that's one of the uh, one of my favorite parts is that like you put one uh, piece of uh, foam and then try to put them together and you actually create some sort of art piece. Uh, 
behind that. And um, that's how, like, I created uh, my helmet, uh, which was, like, the first uh, thing I've done. And uh, doing something like that, something that I've never done before, is what got me excited to make an armor. <laughs> so yeah, um, I was going to ask, what was your first one? Like, what was it? Yeah, um, my first, I wish I, I could have brought it. I probably should have brought it. But my first... Um, uh, armor or what my first actual piece I've made was the helmet. Um, it's from a, this game called Monster Hunter. Um, and uh, it was, um, to, to say to say to that one, it's actually, it wasn't really one of my uh, I, I wasn't really smart with it because I've never made a helmet before. <laughs> So there were a lot of mistakes behind it, like mm -hmm. around about like five or six mistakes. And uh, it, it really though, it's just all about practice and, you know, doing that for the first time is, yeah, it, it's, it got me real excited to make more armor pieces. And what was it like to go to a convention with the costume that first time? For the first time with a uh, costume? Um, it's hard. <laughs> um, what I mean about that is, um, uh, for one, uh, you do need a handler um, when it comes to like try to put on your cast and everything uh, when you go to conventions. Uh, another reason is to uh, make sure that uh, your your costume is all buckled up and like strapped in, mm -hmm. so that way nothing falls apart because armor cosplays, they do fall apart a lot. <laughs> and, that, and that really sucks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and th there are some times where it, like the pieces will fall apart as well. So like, you gotta fix them with like hot glue gun or something, uh, which is like the number one thing that we use for like fixing armor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, going into convention for the first time with the armor uh, on is, it's, um. It kind of got me a little bit afraid because there were so many people that were coming towards me <laughs> and they just want to take a lot of pictures and it's like, you know, receiving all their recognitions. Um, it, it, it caused me to not move like two or three inches away. <laughs> but at that time, I love that. I really do. I love how people just like come to me and be like asking me questions like how I made this, like it wasn't made out of and all that mm -hmm. type of stuff. And um, I was real happy about that. And uh, my first time experience, my first experience going there, um, you know, it was it was great. And that's that's another reason why uh, it kept me going to making more costumes. That's cool. And how did you come up with the name Exuberant Cosplay? Oh, that's a, I'll definitely I'll talk more about that. <laughs> so uh, the name Exuberant Cosplay. Uh, exuberant uh, for my motto is um, energetic, uh, unrestrained, and excitement, uh, which is something I've, you know, it, it's, it's part of my personality. I love feeling extremely energized. I'm like everywhere at once. I love doing stuff that I want to do. Um, and I love making them. I love showing them off. I love talking about them. So um, at, at this point, you already see me as like an extroverted person. 
So <laughs> are you an extrovert uh, person? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 like so I'm a I'm an ambivert, but I'm like more of an extroverted side. <laughs> but that's like the only that's only that's only that will only happen if I engage into like the conversation and all that type of stuff. <laughs> but um it sounds I'm gonna say that's a little bit unrelated to what I was gonna say, but um a little bit more was like uh, the name Exuberant came from a character in Halo, and um, his name is Exuberant Witness. He's like an oracle or a uh, a monitor uh, that basically just controls a lot of living things, uh, controls like structures that's like on a planet or something. Mm. And uh, I pretty much just kind of like took that name and just put it as my name um, or my, my cosplay name. Um, originally, um, my, my cosplay name was supposed to be, uh, Exuberant Workshop. Um, and the main reason why is, um, is because I feel as though that the costumes I make is literally just costumes as to not role-playing. But ever since I've been to conventions and people kept saying, what kind of cosplay is that? Or like, um what type of cosplay you're doing like uh what you're role playing as i'm just like okay so since yeah since everyone considers this as a cosplay i'm just going to change the name and just put exuberant cosplay instead of exuberant workshop okay so yeah (laughs) hey uh you're a big halo player yeah yeah uh i used i used to be a competitive halo player i used to be um I stopped because um, Halo wasn't. Halo has changed. It, it's a it's a brand new game, and I feel like it's only for like the new people. Um, I'm not saying that like I will stop playing Halo or something, uh, but uh, because I, I I come back to Halo because of like the story and everything. So, but um, yeah, I, I I've been a big Halo fan. Uh, for a very long time um <laughs> back in like my high school and like middle school and everything it, you know, people always see me like with a halo shirt and everything and they kept coming up to me like hey I-, I see you just be loving halo i see you always bringing a halo shirt to school so i'm like i'm just assuming you're just a halo fan i was like yeah yeah i've been a halo fan for a long time <laughs> so um yeah i, I just i i just like the game itself, I really do. I mean, it doesn't even matter like how much it changed. It just like the game, to me, is like a um, it's, it's like a relic. I would just say like that. It's it's a it's very memorable. It's very nostalgic, and um, I, I'm just glad they kept the game going, and it keeps it keeps me coming back and playing the game even more. Oh, that's cool. And you you participated in competitions, is that? So I one this was just one time um, I did yeah. participate in a competition with it. Um, now we're talking about just the cosplay or like the Halo um, competition. Both. Well, I was asking about the Halo, but if there's competitions for the cosplay, I want to know about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, let me start off with the Halo first, and I go to the cosplay one. Um, the Halo one, uh, I did participate just one uh, like tournament. Uh, that was it was there was one um, 
at uh, Eastern Michigan. Uh, I show up there is uh, the Gamers Outreach, uh, which is basically um, a donation for uh, I think kids that are like in the hospital or something. I think it's like for like I think it's for cancer. I'm pretty sure. Um, but wherever it is, uh, I you know I support that and uh, I entered the contest or I entered the tournament for that. Uh, it was like the Halo Five tournament with my team and everything. Um, yeah, uh, it was my first time. I enjoyed myself. Um, I met a lot of new players, but at that time, I just stopped being competitive because it, it just wasn't my thing. And I, I knew it wasn't my thing, but um, yeah. I just thought that, you know, I, I just want to try it out. <laughs> um, going into the cosplay contest, though, um, my first cosplay contest was my first armor. So, um, and uh, it started in uh, Yomakai in, uh, in Michigan. Um, and first time entering there, um, I met a lot of new friends, um, especially like uh, people that, you know, relates to uh, my costumes and like how I make them and everything. And um, it's it's. It's just great. Uh, not a lot of people are like, you know, um, self-centered or anything. I think everybody was just very calm. Everybody was very like supportive. Um, it's like I, I just been, I just been, I just. Been, I'm sorry. Accepting. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every, everybody was just like, uh, you know, coming together and everything. You know, we all talk to each other and. Um, you know, it's just like we, we just pretty much just be like just having some really good conversation uh, about like, you know, how we make our costumes, like what's the struggle we have and everything, mm. um, you know, how to overcome them challenges. And it's just like, yeah, it's something that I really like about cosplay contests um, is by everyone to get to know each other. <laughs> uh, and of course, the best part is to be on stage because you can really just do anything wherever you want. <laughs> you can make like so many cool poses and uh i made my pose and I, I just pretty much just had a lot of fun there i really did unfortunately i did not win for my first but, cosplay yeah but um there were some other contests i went to that i did one and uh yeah and that's another reason why i kept going like making new cosplays again but hmm. when you're on stage hmm? there's a feeling you don't get anywhere feel the audience even if you don't see them you feel them even if you can't hear them you feel the energy of the audience you feel if they like it you feel if they don't like it you feel if they're excited and does that is that part of what makes it exciting for you yeah so um it's like so it's when you walk on stage um uh, right off the bat the, the audience they just cheer like you just they just like the energy was flowing towards you and it just like it just happens and um uh it was first time being on stage i was nervous I, i'm not gonna lie i was very nervous and um it, it it felt like i didn't know what to do and i was just creating random poses <laughs> i didn't really like i wasn't really getting into my character or anything um I wasn't role playing. I was just doing random poses. 
just to make sure that okay, is this what I have to do? <laughs> um, but no, it, it it was it was great. Uh, I've never seen a huge audience just like it. It was like around like a hundred or two hundred people just there, and they just all just cheer for you. It it felt it felt amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh. Yeah, uh, I I loved it. I love how um, you know being on stage, of course, is again it was it was nerve wracking. And so, wait, so it's nerve wracking ahead of time, and then you get in front of the audience and you feel uh, the energy, mm -hmm. right? And you kept doing it, right? You kept going uh, to competitions and. Uh, yeah yeah um that's what kept me going uh my first time first time in a contest i didn't win but the second one uh it wasn't the exact same contest it was a different area um mm -hmm. there was another place uh, i won best of show on that one uh for uh i guess i was like the first armor cosplayer there uh but that's what they said uh, i it's, i want to say i'm the first armor cosplayer when i just put that right there but um, yeah, I, I won best in show uh, from a different contest, and uh, yeah, I I was I was real happy about that. Um, though uh, it's just like a piece of trophy. Um, it's still something to like, uh, something to achieve, something to have gratitude on, and uh. Something that will actually make you feel relief that you know you finally did something and now uh, you want to keep going with that type of achievement and you know try mm -hmm. to get something greater than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean, but I specifically know what you mean. Like, what do you mean greater than? So, um, uh, like I said, the best in show uh trophy I won. It was this was in like a small contest. Um. It wasn't large or anything. It was just very small. Um, but, uh, you know, getting, getting into that one, uh, especially, like, for, you know, new people, um, uh, winning something like that, uh, it's really nice. And uh, going to, like, other conventions or going to, like, other uh, areas that have contests, uh, costume contests and everything, mm -hmm. Um might be something bigger than that small uh contest and uh you might get some some sort of you know bigger awards uh from that one and uh you, you know the bigger convention the, the bigger the con uh the contest is or the bigger the convention is the more recognition you will have mm. and um you know do something like that it's I, I feel like it's like really cool so um that's what that's what uh, pushed me further to uh, try to uh, enter as many contests as I can uh, with like different types of uh, costumes I make, and um, pretty much I you know see where I can go from there. And how is how like you on Instagram? How are people treating you? How are they uh, talking to you? What is the relationship like? Um. Hmm. So the the people I would I would say this. 
I love my people. I would just say that the the people I uh, that follow me, I just love everyone. <laughs> um, I I love my uh, friends especially uh, because uh, I met them for a while, and that's pretty much uh, they they got me interested into making costumes as well. Um, and uh, you know, my followers, you know, on Instagram, uh, they just been very supportive and they were very patient of like, um, sometimes like I will take some time off with my costumes. Sometimes I don't post anything at all and it would just wait. They just wait for me. They, they don't have to say anything. They don't have to like, they can, they can either follow or unfollow the editor. But the fact that they just sat there and just wait for me to come right back, mm. I, it it just gives me high hope that you know I need to keep going <laughs> and actually post some content for people uh, that really enjoy uh, my work. And um, like I said, my followers, like I, I I feel as though like you know what, what they did for me. Um, uh the way they you know supported my account the way they share my account and everything um is the reason why uh i want to keep going and post some more content for them um and uh yeah um they've been so far i've been treated very well uh nothing has necessarily happened um though uh if you really want me to get more in depth of like yeah. how i'm supporting other people uh, I can. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the one thing I have noticed, and uh, I'm I'm not into like the whole drama thing about the whole, uh, you know, uh, cosplay community, but we we do have some um, discriminations uh, when it comes to uh, you know people people of color. Um, and uh, I guess it's just like some sort of this is some sort of problem uh, in the community where it creates some sort of drama, and um, it's it, it it's it can it's very toxic. I'll say that. Uh, and most of the time, I have just been supporting everyone, uh, especially my people as well. Mm. Um, mainly because you know they've been dealing with a lot of like you know, racism and everything. Um, uh, when they want to be a part of something, uh, something they want to enjoy. Uh, same thing that, you know, went with me as well. Uh, I had to deal with uh, racism as well. And uh, people that are trying to, like, you know, bring me down because I'm a person of color who enjoys making stuff and posting content for other people. Mm-hmm. And it just pops, it just pops out of nowhere. Um most of the time, I just like, I just kind of like, <laughs> just laugh, and uh, let my followers just you know, you know, tell them, um, <laughs> uh, just tell them to like go away or something, because uh, I don't have to do it. I can always delete the comments or something, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I just don't like those type of dramas. Uh, I'm not really into them. Um, I'm more just to like support. Uh, as many people as possible, regardless of who they look or what they look or, um, you know, color, uh, their sexes and everything. I, I just don't care. I, I just love supporting people. So, um, 
But yeah. Um, I interviewed Coco Sugar Cosplay. Uh, she was also talking about that. And she also mm-hmm. said there were like uh, smaller communities of people where they feel it's safe uh, for both people of color and women. Um, where that doesn't happen because it's only those closed people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like, yeah, because I, I, I really, I, I've been supporting Coca Sugar uh, since I started my Instagram account. And it's like back in 2018, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she, she she's amazing. Um, and I, I wish I could meet her in person because <laughs> uh, we will talk a lot more about the whole uh cosplay community and everything <laughs> um and you know we we've been private messaging and everything and trying to like keeping keeping us into like some sort of connection and um again like i i know exactly what you mean um especially like uh women of color um yeah they uh i i've been i've been seeing a lot of like social media accounts that are going through stuff like that um it's it's nothing new it's nothing new um and i i see i see this a lot and i'm real tired of it i'm real tired of people just you know um harassing um just women and um uh you know and, and like i said like i i just try my best to um put that support in there and uh you know try to uh, defend um especially like my people of you know uh, women of color and uh you know just you know i i it's it's just annoying like it's annoying that you know stuff that we have to go through um we do this every single time and all we're just trying to do is just enjoy our life the way it is and enjoy ourselves Mm -hmm. um so I, I, I like I said, it's, it's just something wrong with the community, <laughs> and uh, for some reason, it's, it's not just, the community. It's it's, uh, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's everywhere. Um, it's just it's just something wrong with it. Like I, I don't know why uh, we have to deal with stuff like this, and I wish stuff like this can stop. You know, uh, but mm. people just you know keep. They just want to bring other people down for no reason, uh, just to make themselves feel better. You know, it's you know, I, I like life is already hard the way it is, um, yeah. and putting somebody down uh, to make their life even more miserable just makes you it makes you really bad. Like it makes it makes you it makes you feel. Um, Makes you feel evil. Would you say like that? <laughs> um, makes you feel and, evil. Yeah, like, feel only, evil. yeah, like. When, I'm sorry. It makes you feel evil. It doesn't make them feel evil. It, 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 yeah, it makes so it makes them feel evil. Like to to put somebody down, mm-hmm. um, because uh, you want yourself to feel better about it. It just it just feels wrong. It feels like. Like, like why why would you why would you waste so much time to take somebody down somebody down just to make yourself feel better um and you, you just try to try you just tried your hardest to do that 
and you just don't want to focus on yourself or you just want to they just don't want to focus on themselves i meant to say yeah. like that and um i don't know like it's something that i personally cannot control um because that's their life if that's what they want to be if that's who they want to be that's mm-hmm. on them but using that type of mentality and then harass on others you, I mean, you're going to get backlash. You're going to get people that are not going to like you because of your negativity. Because we don't want that. We don't want any of that. And that, that's why I like the drama and everything. I don't like the Gandalf type of stuff because it's, it's, um, I, I personally think it's just not appropriate for me. I, I'm not just not, I'm just not into them. The only time I would get into drama if it's something that, can relate to my life um again with like the racism thing that's that's related to like what i'm going through that's the time where i actually um get i I try to get into drama because i support uh the people that uh wants to stop racism so i i just i just don't like that you know um and you know, I, I again, I try my best. I try my best to support as many people as possible. And um, you know, I found I found over time, like I've been trying to crack not racism but bullying for uh, decades. And I, I think I found that people who feel humiliated, people who humiliated feel humiliated. People who feel lower than others try to make others lower than themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, what people the 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 the, the terrible bile that people spit at you is the thing that they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. So if um, anything that they try to make you feel is what they feel, and I, that's that's what I found, and that helps slightly understand what. Like the process, because you think, why would one person do that to someone else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And um, like I say, I, it's something that, you know, you know, me as a human being, everybody else as a human being, it's something that we just cannot control. Uh, it just happens towards them. Um, I'm not saying that it's, it's a, I want to say it's, it's not genetically speaking from that one uh, because I don't think it comes from genetics. I think it's just coming from like the uh, uh, the experience you're going through. Like, um, I, I guess, for example, if like, you know, parents that are uh, probably being like um, using and all that type of stuff, maybe like something you know, something that happened to your life, maybe something that like, makes you feel more depressed and you just want to, want to lash on others about that. Um, like I said, like, I I, pers- I don't know. Um, because, you know, it's, it's something that um, I cannot control. Uh, it's something that they have to understand what's going on with themselves and, you know, figure out who they are. And like what what they really want to be. So, um, and, and you know, it's like I said, it's hard. Um, yeah. It's hard to even like try to uh, 
comprehend um you know what they are what they might be going through and just something they just don't know so um yeah <laughs> uh so it was it was um uh, I, I i just i'll move you on from there yeah <laughs> it's like it's I'll pretty move you on from there. Uh, uh so i i asked i asked uh coco sugar a question and i'd like to ask you like i'm going to ask every um every cosplayer because it it interests me uh feel free not to answer um do you when you wear a costume does it help you hide or does it reveal yourself like does it reveal something about you that we can't see just looking at you or does it or is it better to to be behind something that where people can't see you but they can see something else or neither no neither of those no i i know exactly what you mean and i like that question um the revealing part because i wear i wear armor and i do yeah. wear a helmet nobody don't even know who i am or yeah. what my skin color looks or anything they just say they just say i'm just some guy in a suit you know kind of like spider-man or something like that or uh, you know every superhero uh not every superhero i would say superman is not in a mask but <laughs> wear glasses <laughs> he doesn't really identify no, himself. you can't see he's an alien though yeah exactly yeah um but yeah i know i know i know what you mean um because when i actually when i was doing a photo shoot um this was in like i was in like a different cosplay um i think it was like i think it was my second cosplay i'm pretty sure but when i was when i was about to uh go into like a photo shoot on um, I think it was outside um, at you know one of the biggest convention in Michigan, which is Yomakan. Um, I I had to I had to take off my helmet for some oddly from some odd reason. I think it's because I was like sweating so much, and you know I might need some fresh air because it does get hot. <laughs> um, I, I took off my helmet. I had a screen mask on too because I don't want people to see my face. Um, and I took that one off. And right off the bat, um, one of the photographers, they looked at me differently than what they usually look at me when I was in a costume. And um, it got me thinking, why why someone in a costume make you feel differently than when somebody without the costume um, makes you feel uncomfortable or something. And, um, you know, showing my skin color, showing them who I actually am, showing them, showing myself that I'm a black guy, I'm a black man. <laughs> um uh after that you know <laughs> i put my helmet back on they did a photo shoot with me um and i just you know i walk off and i wait until they send me like the photos and everything and um you know ralph you, 
you know, as, as time goes by, like around like maybe like a day or two, um, I try to message them and was wondering like, hey, um, is the photo shoot or is the photos coming in or anything? And I haven't received any sort of message back from them. Wow. They didn't send me any sort of message. And I tried to message them again. I was like, hey, um, I sent you a message before, and I'm still wondering where's the photos at because, you know, I, um, you know, we did the photo shoot, and I was wondering if I can receive them back because it might look nice. And, um, yeah, it's just like I haven't, I haven't received anything back. Like, they just completely ignored me. Like they just took, they just took. It, it felt like they just stole my work. That's what mm-hmm. it feels like. That's what it feels like. And um, after that, I just kind of blocked them. I, I didn't want to like, didn't want to see them anymore. I didn't want to talk to them anymore. It's just like it, something like that. I just knew something was wrong. Like, how is it that like when I went, when I'm in costumes, when I'm in a costume, people see me differently than when I'm not in my costume. <laughs> and it's not because my work is like an awe to them. Like it, it's um it, it's not like it surprises them. It doesn't like it, it look like it's a satisfaction towards them or I doubt them excited. Um because like it doesn't make any difference when I take off my helmet and they look at me as a, a different type of guy. And that's when they start, you know, ignoring me. Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say ignore. I would say that, like, they they just look, they, they seem to look at me very differently. Like, they did not expect a Black man to make his own costume. They expected somebody else. They expected someone that made the costume for me, and I'm just wearing it. I get that a lot. I'll, I'll say this straight up. I get that a lot from people. They they were wondering that the costume wasn't made by me. It was made by somebody else, and I'm just wearing it. But what? Why? Why would they not believe that you did? Like, what does it give you or take from you that you didn't do it or that you did do it? Like, just in the same way you did it, or you mm-hmm. did. If someone else could have done it. What's the difference? You know. A human still did the costume. The the problem is is like it's it's like the sense of like belief or anything. Uh it's just like um it's like it's like showing them proof. Instead of speaking on a narrative, I had to show them proof that I make the costume, mm. which literally I just showed them on my phone, like, hey, I, I'm just I had to take a selfie, like, hey, I'm I'm making this costume. I even did like a time lapse of how I made the process of the costume I made. Um, I also did like a video too, to show like a tutorial, like this is how you make this. I I did all that. Mm-hmm. And I have, there's no other way to convince people that um, I make this costume on my own uh, and nobody else uh, made it for me. And that's that's been a problem too. And it's not even just like a cosplayer. It's most of like uh, people that love making stuff, like artists, crafters, um, like ceramic artists, you know, all that type of stuff. 
and seeing like a person of color being able to make stuff by themselves without anybody else um they just think that somebody else has already made it and they just they just think that you made it it's another form of play it's another form of plagiarism <laughs> where it's just like you took somebody else's idea and they think that is yours um but really you didn't you actually make you actually come up with your own design and that's exactly what i did i came up with my own design and i made it for myself the problem is is that I don't I don't have to show you that I make it and I will show it to you that I will show proof that I made this costume. Um, but they just seem to not believe it when I told them. We've learned over the last few years, like two, three years, that uh, people will refuse to see the facts in front of their eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you show them the thing and they still refuse to see it. But so what you're saying, like I'm trying to comprehend this because this is new to me. You are saying that they can't believe that a black person designed that and created it. Exactly. It had yep. to be someone else. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. And, and not only that, um, this happened, unfortunately, this has happened to like cosplay contests too. Really? Where the, where the judges will think uh, and they they won't they won't tell you they won't give you any sort of feedback um, because uh, there will be times where I did email them like hey what's the feedback and most of the feedback is just sometimes most of the feedback would just be like craftsmanship um, but there will be times where judges don't send you feedback and um, immediately um, because like, every time I go to like the uh, judge's room uh to show them like a costume and everything even show them like a photo and tell them like hey what type of material i use what type of um tools i've used to create this costume and i just i'll just tell them everything right off the bat and there will be times where they just don't believe that i make them so it's just like like what's the issue here like why do i always have to bring out my cell phone and show you proof that I make costumes. Like, I should not have to do that. I can always just tell you. I don't. I, I don't lie when I make stuff because if, if if that's the case, I should not be. I should not enter in that contest because I would be immediately disqualified. So <laughs> I would just say that. But yeah, unfortunately, this has happened before. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's it's like. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, what stereotype is that sitting on? I think maybe they just don't want to give you credit. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, are there, I, I, I don't know, any fashion, but surely there are fashion, uh, I know, fashion creators who, who are Black. Like, there have to be, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's crazy. So yeah, <laughs> sorry, it's a bit too deep. But like, I, I like I, I like talking about stuff like this because like, yeah. it 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 helps me like, like it, it helps me understand the community itself, um, and how to like 
how, how to just make yourself feel better um that people around you actually support you uh in any way possible and actually understand you as much as possible because there will be times where like you know you have to put your, your voices have to be you know put out there and um you know you gotta tell them that um this is stuff that I do and this is stuff that I really like to do and I like to show it off and people don't believe me I I have to just show proof and everything which is something I just don't really just like to do but I have to do it you know <laughs> I have mm. to because I, because like people just don't seem to think that it's true so I was like why do I have to keep doing that yeah, like I'm trying to think where else where else is that in in like you not you can't you don't see black writers people coming and saying, Well, you didn't write that, and mm. you don't see black artists doing, you know, you didn't, you couldn't have drawn that. Mm. Uh I I've I've never seen that. Uh you know, I'm not American and I'm not black, but mm. it's so it's not in my world, but it is um anyway it's completely new to me i will i will say this uh, one more thing uh before we move forward but i will say this um it's it's there is a difference between like the fabric cosplayers like you know coco sugar um she's a she's very good for like sewing and everything um and a person that's like into armor um it's that they the the people that are uh, um person of color, the person of color uh community they express more into uh cloth because they actually like show their skin color and everything um while like in armor um they can just put on armor and not show as much of their skin color which is another way of just like being in disguise but again we we don't we don't care about like you know what type of race we're in all we care about is just like we like making stuff and we like showing off to people and um it doesn't really matter what type of skin color you are um we just like you know making stuff from you know what we enjoy in and uh seeing you know um fabric cosplayers um you know, of course, they will get harassed most of the time uh, because of their skin color, which that really sucks. Uh, and it's something I just don't really like. I, I don't like that at all. And um, they try to compare it to the original character uh, that is not black. And seeing that is just like, <laughs> does it even matter? Like, just be, just be you. Just be yourself. And um, yeah, it's it's something they just don't like, um, because I I can be an armor cosplayer and this person is not black, and um, I'm still wearing the armor and people see me will still see me as the original character who is not black, but taking off my helmet, I'm a black I'm a black person. I'm just like wait, hold on, this is not a 
it's not the exact same design of the character. So yes, I still deal with those type of comparison when it comes to racism. I still deal with them. And that's that again, that sucks. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> that's all I wanted to say there. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Um in you know one of the reasons I created this podcast is to find to bring out different places where racism exists and to bring them out to show the actual people behind it. So whenever that comes up, that's great. Um, I think it's really important to bring light to it. Um, these people enjoy the darkness. Um, okay, but let's move on from there. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> my, my big question to you now is like, how do you see uh, like your future? Like, do you see you doing this for 10 years, 20 years, 40 years? So I had this interview like this um, with somebody else um, who asked me that exact same question. Honestly, um, I don't have an end goal. Okay. It's weird to say. It's weird to think about that. I actually don't have an end goal. Um, I don't know what my future is going to be like. All I do know is that I'm in the present and I'm still creating stuff that I love to create and I love showing it off to people. Right now, I'm just more focused on the present. My future, my, my future really is to is to just like um to inspire as many people as much as possible and um you know from from that from now on it's just like you know I I I rather I'd rather for someone to take my role as uh an armor cosplayer. Um, I mean, I, it can be anybody else's role. I'll just say it right there. But um, what I'm saying is, is that like maybe like in the next ten years, I might not be around anymore. I might just be somewhere else. I might be focusing on something else. But again, like I, I don't necessarily have an end goal because I'm still here. I'm still creating stuff, and I, I, I would just say that it's endless. But it's not endless because we all have a time limit. <laughs> we still, we all grow up and, you know, we live on and then we just die. You know, we have, we all have a time limit. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't necessarily have an end goal. I, I just, I just keep going until maybe things have changed. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's your story. You know, mm-hmm. you came here by accident and you're enjoying it and who knows what will happen next. Um, yeah. So listen, thank you very much uh, for this interview, for your time, for talking to me and uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you so much to Exuberant Cosplay. That was an amazing interview. You can find Exuberant Cosplay mostly on Instagram or is at exuberant cosplay and on twitter where is exuberant underscore cos cos next time because there's always a next time because the quilt never ends we go to canada 
where we talk to uh, someone with energies completely different from anyone I've interviewed before in these uh, almost 30 episodes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we will see another f- type of geek, another type of uh, fanhood, another type of uh, uh, creation in the next episode as well. We are all geeks. Now, Geekdom Empowers releases three episodes a week called Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. What did you think about this episode? Email me at guy.hasson, H-A-S-S-O-N, at geekdomimpowers.com. The website is geekdomimpowers.com. On Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, we're at geekdomimpowers. My name is Guy Hasson, and if you want to check out my other podcast, which is not interviews, the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast, it's an experiment in epic fantasy. Feel free to check it out. It's the Squash Buckler Diaries. I will see you next time. And for now, have an empowered day.